yeah, this is a tag for the uh, None of the Above podcast. Stevie, you're a dick. You haven't talked to me in a fucking year. What the fuck, dude? And um, I am Mike from Pink City. I sing lots of horrible things. And um, yeah, listen to the podcast. Bye. Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above. Streaming live on Radio Nope at radionope.com. To call into the show, dial 1-502-416-1778. Skype name None of the Above Podcast KY. And now, party on, dude! It's another episode of None of the Above Podcast, broadcasting from Studio Underground, my basement in Louisville, Kentucky, in the St. Matthews neighborhood. That's right. We are saints here. Saints and sinners, live on the air. I'm just trying to ramble, so make this uh, intro sound good. Make it sound like I know what I'm doing. I think I do. Been radio long enough. I think we got this thing, this turd, polished as, as bright and shiny as it'll go. That's positive. <laughs> you all know me. My name's Man Dude. Let me introduce the other gang of uh, gooses here. We got Bobby Cold Drinks on red microphone, of course. Rob Montage. Here, here I am. Mm-hmm. Rock you like some kind of weather event. The weather's been really nice. Yeah, it's actually, almost. It's lovely. Wanted to do the show outside on the deck, uh, but we will not because that this gear, <laughs> this gear is all expensive. Everything again. <laughs> yeah, I hate. Unplugging and plugging in cables. I, I just took the mixer to the PRF barbecue to run uh, sound in the lounge stage and then came back. And that's when we had a million problems with the uh, last show coming in in one channel. The, the mo- shit was missing, hissing. I'm not going to do it again. I feel like that must be what it's like to live in a third world country. <laughs> Podcasting out of uh, you know, you know. just in mono. All their, <laughs> yeah. You go to North Hand-cranked Korea. Hand-cranked podcast. Oh, all, this is the worst. All their comedy music podcasts are in mono in North Korea. It totally sucks. <laughs> Beirut of the above. Hey, we also got uh, Kyle apparently on green microphone as per usual. Ahoy, ahoy. Mm-hmm. Our food dude. Uh-huh. Our man on the streets. <laughs> Our page. Yeah. I'm... Studio page. <laughs> Take it. Rude. <laughs> And we got some fine bros as guests in the studio. Very excited to have them in and uh, peel back their onion to see what they're all about. Gross. Always gross. Yeah, we got uh, Sid and Phil from Never Nervous. They got their own podcast. It is not mono and is not hand-cranked. Mostly, sometimes. <laughs> I, I just got to say, uh, I'm a huge fucking fan of the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, likewise, buddy. I was on Never Nervous um, promoting the PRF Barbecue month ago something like that more yeah, than a month fun. ago yeah it was good times i don't know absolutely time was yeah time time goes slipping away god damn time goes by fast if you have a kid it goes by faster <laughs> is that right sid it's absolutely can i get an amen right. on that amen. that's right Hail and, when, Satan. and when you have elliot's kid time well i mean it's been going the same for me but she does get taller she does get taller mm-hmm. i blink people, and she gets taller usually people get taller as until, they age. Until they stop getting taller, and then they get shorter. Yeah, and then they shrink right back down. It's like a bell curve. Yeah. I've got this uh, puppy, and uh, he's getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, he is. And uh, he kept learning all the tricks of, like, like when he was when we first got him, he was small enough that I could put him on the couch. He was too afraid to jump off, so I didn't have to watch him. I just be like, yeah, sit your ass on the couch. That way I know where you are. And then he was able to get off the couch, and that was problem number one. Then he figured out how to go upstairs on his own. I was like, shit. 
Now I can't confine him to the downstairs. Then he figured out how to get down the damn stairs. I'm like, oh, great. Now he has access to the whole house. He's like the size of a Nerf football. And so I never know where he is. And sometimes I'll be panicked looking around like, like he got out. Nope, just under the ottoman waiting to attack a foot. <laughs> it's cute, though. He's always looking in two directions at once. He's wall-eyed. As, as they are. What type of a dog is he? It's a Japanese chin. Mm. Yeah, it looks mentally handicapped. It does. It really <laughs> he does. He has more chins than a Japanese phone book? Uh, oof. Sorry. Wouldn't that be a Chinese phone book? <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because the, Jap- the Japanese chin originally bred in China, and then Japanese emperors found mm. them and were like, these rule and we want them for us. And they would just continue to be bred as like... <laughs> Fucking like like lap dogs uh, for what, emperors. Uh, at what point I, when uh, the Japanese dominated the Chinese mainland did they do that? Is that uh, was that Nan Kings or? Uh, I don't know. Let me consult my giant history textbook that I'm sitting on to be able to. I reach mean, the mic. historically, the Japanese have a pretty terrible track record. China. No, I'm just saying. Well, you know what? I get. It was but they like they they had a preference in dogs. Is all he's saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming it was easy for <laughs> yes. them to dominate these dogs. They're little tiny baby bitches. <laughs> now are they uh, throwing <laughs> them up and catching them on bayonets? I, I throw I throw Phil in the air and catch him on not you Phil sorry my dog's name is <laughs> Phil, Phil yeah. I throw him in the We're air do that a little later in the break here <laughs> hey. throw Phil and uh, stab him in the guts <laughs> I don't Surprise. I don't catch the dog with a bayonet I catch him with my loving hands right and then he makes like <laughs> noises yeah he does make gross noises with arms wide open we're gonna talk to uh, never nervous dudes figure out uh what's going on in the Louisville scene these two guys know what's going on they are the boxcar children of the louisville uh, music scene they they solve the mysteries it's true they're the finger on the pulse of those hot local acts like my morning jacket <laughs> oh my god all the good louisville eats like oh. do we need to talk about that <laughs> we like don't. Elna Paul? no yeah read facebook if you want to hear this yeah. go, go on to elliot's 85 comment long thread oh facebook. my god i've never argued like what? that before it's yeah. tiresome. It's an important topic, you know. You've, it you've is. Really got to weigh on, weigh in on that. Mm-hmm. What makes a local band? That's that's all I was uh, trying to. Yeah. Trying to well, figure out. Here would be my question. Well, was, first, have you consulted the Velcro Pygmies about this before? That's true. Okay. Mm. Well, here would be my question: <laughs> Were the Shipping News a local band? Was, was Shipping News a local yeah. band? Uh, how often did they play here? That's all. A couple of times a year, but they had uh, significant Louisville roots, and one of the members lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm. See, the, the uh, difference I think about it is once you've become a mainstream national and international act, I don't think about them as having any home city. Like something like My Morning like the Rolling Stones, are people talking about them being like, oh, that local band from fucking Manchester? No, they're just sure, no. the fucking Rolling Stones. Yeah, they're from England. And they're, yeah, they, they have a, a place of origin. But a band like The Shipping News, I could not go to my aunt's house and be like, hey, which is your favorite shipping news record? She'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Sounds but like I, your aunt isn't very cool. She <laughs> isn't. But so is <laughs> like really awesome. 90% of the country isn't very cool. And But you could probably go to, you know, buttfuck Oklahoma and find a couple people who have heard of My Morning Jacket. You know what I mean? I've been there. But buttfuck Oklahoma? Yeah. Kind of, actually, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. My friend uh, William Benton, do you guys know that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of casual. Yes, sir. He's from uh, uh, Oklahoma, and we've known each other for fucking like 18 years or something. And we went to get a uh, PV cabinet. We Hell drove yeah. there in like, it was like to a- To Oklahoma? Yes, from here? Yes. Ah. 
We went on a, we worked at UPS. It was me, him and his girlfriend at the time. And we drove there, uh, in one day, uh, with zero sleep before we left. Before we left. So we'd been awake for a full day. That we sounds like a no sleep work. decision. Fuck it, it dude. Great. Let's just fucking Let's drive to home, I guess. <laughs> when a PV cab calls, you just go. You just get in the car. When the PV comes a knocking. <laughs> we met a guy there that uh, collected teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like human or? that wasn't like a threat at, the, at a bar like no on no bad. no he was and collect he your was, teeth he was a pretty interesting guy but he would like collect teeth from like animals and like make, make things out of well dead cheerleaders animals, like roadkill and stuff okay well I'm, I'm, we met another dude that was like super bored to live out there and if you ever go to oklahoma oklahoma you'll know why mm-hmm. so he had a bunch of shag carpet and he uh made it into a bigfoot suit <laughs> and he would like get a six pack, go out into the woods somewhere, and then wait and then have another friend. Like a friend would drop him off. They would go back and be like, dude, I heard there's a Bigfoot around here. And then they would drive and like flash their lights, and he would like run across the street and, you know. I'm assuming he now works for Jack Link's jerky in their marketing department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same dude. Mess, yeah. He's messing with Sasquatch. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's it. Like it's the the national nature of my morning jacket. Like I mean, I've met those dudes too. They were like hanging out at that Fourth of July party we were at. Yes, I know that yeah. many of them live here, and the arguments that everyone had were it's like, well, this guy's opening a restaurant here, yeah. and they live here, and it's like, yeah, well, because you gotta fucking live somewhere, and you know, I, I don't. And that's all awesome. That's all totally awesome. Yeah. How often do they play? Once a year for eight consecutive years. I don't know. I don't really like Creed. That Where was anymore. Creed from? They were from like Florida, right? See, I, I take I take umbrage with the fact that they're voted the best band, not the best local band. Like they sound like hippie U two to me, and I just don't fucking get it. A lot of people do get it though. I don't. But, but the thing is, like, and I have to say, just full disclosure, I write for the Leo, mm-hmm. but I don't have anything to do with any of that process. Well, the reader polls, right? Well, yeah, the reader re- polls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, it, you know, I understand thinking, you know, maybe they're not a local band, and I also wish that there would be more space given to somebody else yeah. on those kinds of things. But, mm-hmm. I mean, your aunt might know who My Morning Jacket is and be <laughs> the kind of person that's voting yeah. versus something else. Yeah, they were on a fucking episode of American Dad. That's what I... No, that was Wax Fang. <laughs> that wasn't... Uh, oh. I'm pretty sure there's a no, My Morning right. Jacket. It's Wax Fang. It's not... Mm, mm. I, we're going to have to... Let's go to the internet someone, here. Someone... I'll look right. it up while you someone, guys argue. Yeah, someone Googles that. <laughs> Wax Fang. Wax Fang. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, it's, it's real life. Well, I just I just interviewed uh, Scott Carney like a month ago, and I wrote about that when they did it when right after he did it. So, ah. all right, we'll see if Sid is lying through his teeth or if it's an action. <laughs> um, I usually do. Don't trust anything. That to, I say. to be fair, there is also I mean I'm not saying the wax fang thing is not true. It says here uh, episode of, from 2009, my morning straight jacket. Stan becomes obsessed with the rock band My Morning Jacket and decides to go on the road to follow them on tour. Now we're uh, all winners. Every, Everyone's everyone right. wins. There's room for everyone to be right. Now was Wax Fang were were they characters on the show or did they just play a song on the show? Uh, uh, it was like a rock opera. They like they took their they weren't on the show themselves, but they took one of their songs and turned it into and a, turned it into like a rock opera. They like one of the characters got I don't really watch that shit. He got transported to. Yep, that is what it planet. says here. And yes, I, I did watch that episode because I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because the My Morning Jacket one, I remember, like, Stan gets super into it, and, like, the guys are on the show. Yeah. Animated. Uh, yeah. No. yeah, obviously. 
No, it's he walks on like Roger Rabbit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I reverse, thought it was like a, a, reverse, like a crossover. Well, thing. more like yeah. Eddie, Jim just walks right on this. More like uh, Eddie Valiance. Right. Like the movie Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Damn it, Kyle, you know what I meant. Well, no. do you know what I mean though? <laughs> what well, a play, play yeah. devil's advocate. Like, please, wouldn't you say? I mean, I'm not saying. I'll just be upfront. I'm not a fan of my morning jacket, but I'm not mad at them for no. being fucking tremendously successful. It's I don't, not true. I don't. Get, he has a shrine in his house that he, he just sacrifices. <laughs> throws darts at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't get it either. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan, but I mean, people get off on it pretty good, they I do. guess. Yeah. But sexually, sexually, and but what I'm getting at is a lot of on the other side, a lot of people would say that there's a lot of the uproar, if you would call it that. Is coming that you know that people are getting pissed of that people call my morning jacket a local band quote unquote. Uh, our most of the criticism is coming from other what you would call local bands, and you almost people would accuse people of saying that of being jealous. I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but there's another like big. He's up saying and, you're jealous. I'm super jealous. I'll oh, totally a, admit it. You guys are and, total and not, haters. That is not what I'm suggesting. <laughs> what I'll, I'm su- I'll let fin- Phil finish. Go ahead. What, yeah. what I'm suggesting is that uh, just an. Uh, from another point of view, there's um, an up-and-coming hip-hop dude named Bryson Tiller who just released a record on f- Friday. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention to Louisville's hip-hop scene, but it's been interesting over the past few years. It's been pretty, at least what I consider to be pretty fucking awesome. You guys brought some in to play later? Yes. yes. Okay, But cool. this guy, Bryson Tiller, has absolutely nothing, no affiliation with anybody in Louisville's hip-hop scene. He's a total rogue Dude, he's like a he, loose cannon. He, well, he's the I'm, hand solo of I'm, Louisville hip hop, if you will. The reason I bring him up is that he, out of nowhere, I guess Drake, I think it was Drake or somebody, found him on SoundCloud, just grabbed him from what I understand, fucking put him with Kissed RCA, him. and out, out of nowhere, he just releases a record without any help from anyone in Louisville. Mm-hmm. And so, all of these, I'm not saying all of them, a lot of people in Louisville's hip hop community are, p- are pissed off or slash jealous, I guess, if you want to call it sure. that. But what I, I guess what I'm saying is, it's kind of comparable because my morning jacket got big. A lot of my morning jacket has a lot of indie rock and punk rock roots. Mm-hmm. At least from what I understand, I know Jim James does with a uh, well, month of Sundays. Uh, what was the other band that he was in? He was in a band called Two Shotguns that nobody's ever talked about, and they sounded mm. like shellac. Oh, really? They, really? They were pretty awesome. Man. What I remember Man. of them, yeah. It Dude. was in between those two things. Let's um, see. Do they have anything anywhere? I guarantee they don't. I saw them play at Promises <laughs> like uh, mm, okay. 16 years ago or some shit. So I'm curious why the hip-hop community seems to be the only one that still uses SoundCloud. <laughs> you guys <laughs> notice that shit? I don't know. It's, it it yeah. seems to be like that the only things I see get released on SoundCloud are like mixtapes. Yeah. I don't understand what a mixtape is. I've asked people to. I, I can explain. Beca- this. Well, because here's the thing, uh, and I want to hear what you say. But I see a lot of times where I've I've got like the first the first Death Grips record is called a mixtape, but it's like 15 songs that go together, and I'm like, well, that's just an album. That's what that's what that's what we call an album normally. We being all of the other people that listen to music. This is the rationale. Um, a mixtape is an album that's released. Not for sale that you can just download or they burn on CDs and things. Uncleared samples. Gotcha. When you release it as a for sale, a for purchase commercial thing, you would have to pay for clearance for all those samples. It's the Paul's Boutique problem where they didn't. And then after that, people were like, hey, you used 4,000 fucking unlicensed (laughs) samples, fucking Dust Brothers. Uh, So if you listen to like 
the and I kind of figured this out on my own because I was like, what? It was those Das Racist records, you know, okay. and I like those guys a lot. And those first two like um, mixtapes, I was like, these are just albums. Like these are full albums of material. Why is this? What makes this a mixtape rather than like a free album? And then when their album came out, I was like, what is? Oh, and then I realized like they're sampling Billy Joel and Jay Z and all this shit. I'm like, I don't think these doofs can afford this stuff. Gotcha. And that's what all these like mixtapes people drop are just they make beats out of like. There's one on a some hip hop mixtape I heard that's just the beat from Necro's "I Need Drugs," but Great he's song. rapping over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, played it on the show. That yeah. Death Grips album, there's a Black Flag sample on it. it exactly, and that's what it is. It's, it's they can use whatever unlicensed samples they want because it's not for sale. If they just release it for free, in my mind, I would like to imagine that that somebody in Death Grips was like talking to Rollins, like, "What do you think?" Like <laughs> you know, yeah, they have to talk Rollins to Greg's, and, and Greg, Greg Ginn. Ginn. Like Rollins wouldn't give. He'd be like, yeah. I own nothing. I Who have cares? None of this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want. Greg Ginn's like, what? You want to put black flag bars on a fucking um, everything soap, on a soap right. dish? Where's <laughs> on, my money? On the side of Target. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> to put a bow on the my morning jacket thing slash what makes a local band. Um, it doesn't matter how good you think they are or how shitty they are. Or if they're nice guys or whatever, I think it strictly has to do with how frequently you play in town at what venues. That's all. I'm and I'm I agree with you. I'm just saying that I mean they do have local like punk rock roots mm-hmm. or indie and indie rock roots. Yeah, and, absolutely. But and you're right. I think I don't even think I don't know the history of the band or even who's in the band other than Jim James and Mark. Because honestly, I don't give a fuck. But isn't like half the band not even from here anymore? Like I'm, oh, I know I'm that sure, been, I'm sure they're from all over the country. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I know I'd like, be willing to bet at least. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't care honestly, but but yeah, I, I to finalize, I do agree with you. I don't. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Con- I would never consider a band as big as My Morning Jacket. To There's be at least two local. spin doctors in the band. <laughs> former former yeah. spin doctor. Wait, is that is that real? No. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. There's enough hair that yeah. they could be I, in spin I knew a dude in Bloomington. He worked at Secretly Canadian Records, uh, and I did like an internship there for about six months. And this guy, when he was in college in one of the Carolinas or something, was the original drummer for Hootie and the Blowfish when they were still just like a college party, a local band. party cover band. Exactly. <laughs> when they were still like playing college parties and just doing no, mostly covers. When they were Hootie and the Brofish. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy, JC... I heard this story, but he went to CMJ with Secretly Canadian, and to tie it into My Morning Jacket, because I think of a lot of hair and beard, Yeah, saw Devendra Banhart at a urinal. You know Devendra Banhart, that weirdo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I've wearing his it. whole, like, serape and fucking tribal beads in his hair yeah. at the urinal Obviously. at, like, a bar. Duh. And uh, <laughs> JC goes up to him and just stands there, goes up right next to him, to the urinal next to him, and just kind of goes... Hey man! Hey man! Nice penis. Really? That's exactly yeah. what I was gonna guess. Like, yeah. I was just gonna say it would be, "Hey man, nice dick." Yeah. <laughs> he gave him the nice penis. Or and cool, the band cool dick. Oh, the cool yeah. dick. That was a whole. Di- the, our whole waxing or dude cool dick thing was a another true story of a bathroom dude cool dicking. But that was a direct quote, though. You got to compliment him, bro, on his on his wing wang every on once in a dude. while. Well that that one had more context than that but the Avenger Band Hart like races out of the bathroom and then JC like chases out and he's like no man it's it, it's me JC from from Secretly Canadian. He's like oh man you really you really freaked me out. It's like yeah, I bet a lot My of things really freaked you out. My dick isn't that nice. <laughs> and it's I prefer to think of it as a dode not a not a penis. May I sketch it? it sounds so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> 
Devendra Banhart's penis is not playing the barbecue next year. No. Unfortunately. No, no. no. <laughs> they had to back out. They wanted way yeah. too they much They had money. to pull out of the, of the show. <laughs> hey! Oh. Where's the gunshot? <laughs> must well, be the money. They're getting closer every time. I don't think I have a... Do I have a rim <laughs> shot? No. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> Close. I did not have a rim shot. Yeah. Jesus I'm Christ. surprised. Yeah. Mm. Hey, let's take a break right here and then come back and we'll do a Bobby Cold Drinks. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. Do you have something? Yes. Okay. Okay. I didn't see you walk in with anything. Yeah, I don't know. fucking snuck mm. it in on you, Yeah, babe. he's trying to be secret. <laughs> he's got this bro- oh, this one, it's a doozy. Yeah, for, guys, for good reason. We're going to die. show you that. Okay. Oh, my God. Wait, do, do you guys, are you guys drinkers? Will you uh, yeah. consume? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. fan- oh, I, they both have beers. I'm an idiot. You partake? <laughs> hey, those could be root beers, man. <laughs> it could be an IBC. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's listen to uh, some manhandle, you huh? Oh, God, all right. You want me to sing along? Yeah, if you can. All right. <laughs> this is one of uh, Rob's projects, officially, yes. Sure. Sure. Well, let's say yes. <laughs> and if it ever happens again, then I'll prove it. But uh, yeah. yeah, for now, yeah. Let's listen to some uh, manhandle, please, teeth, and Jesus lizard, you huh? Oh, yeah. That's All a right. rock a blocker right there. There we go. Uh, and we'll come back with a Bobby Cold Drinks and just keep the show rocking and rolling. This is None of the Above on Radio Nope.
That was a uh, local band called uh, the Jesus Lizard. Local band. <laughs> They're a local band. They play here all Who the time. From Austin, Texas. Yes. Jesus Lizard. Did they ever play here? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Toy seen, Tiger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yes. that, that. Yeah. I didn't care for them at the time, and I am stupid because I <laughs> should have been at that show. You should have been. Um, there's a famous, yeah, there's that like picture that always goes around and like, remember Louisville places? And it was like uh, <laughs> Jesus Lizard and Six Finger Satellite and something else. It looked like an King awesome Horse. show. King the Horse, only probably. thing I remember about the, uh, we went, I went there a couple of times to the Toy Tiger, and I remember somebody telling me at one point that it was the AIDS capital of America. And I don't know if that's true, but that's Just my the memory of the Toy Tiger. <laughs> Like uh, over San Francisco or something? I guess. Like you just go in just that one building in particular. Now it's a Thornton's. <laughs> Thorntrons. <laughs> so. I like Thorntons. That's like my favorite gas station chain. Mm-hmm. Is it really? <laughs> well, that and come and go. <laughs> K-U-M. Yeah. Hey, we also heard uh, Police Teeth, Jenny Nails. That song, like now I listen to it and it like hits me close to home because they're like talking about getting a steal on a house by the airport. And I'm like, oh, crap. What a, am I just a it's too living, real man living out that police teeth life? Yes, you live very close to the airport. I do under uh, the airport playing a uh, police teeth playing in uh, two and a half weeks for the first time in two and a half years. Yes, with some band called Wax Eater yeah. and Trophy Wives. Hmm. And some band called System and Station. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> yes, they have no fun at any show. Yeah, we will uh, be going to Milwaukee and uh, doing the latest Flame uh, last hurrah farewell shows. There's two. There's two. There's the double deuces. And that's going to be exciting. And we started off the set, of course, with Manhandle, Half-Life. That shit was great. Thank is you. There any of that, is there any of that online? If, any, if anything else comes out, uh, email Phil and I. Yeah, I can, I can, I can uh, hook you up. So we're gonna, this it's is all on Bandcamp. Like the kids say. Yeah, it's also on Bandcamp. <laughs> is that what the kids are saying now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Hook it up. Yep. Plus all the videos from the barbecue. Yeah. They recorded their whole set. Yeah, and you can see us uh, play that live with uh, me reading off lyric sheets that were taped to the monitor. God. And hey. <laughs> you could see me contemplating taking those lyric sheets and running. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, what yeah. would happen? <laughs> and Matt sets the drum set on fire pretty much before every song. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, they're metal. You can't hurt them. Yeah. No. Were you going to get those sheets like autographed? <laughs> you going to bring autographs back? <laughs> Did you, I tried to give him the set list, and then he thought I was being condescending. You know who did take set lists like a crazy person? Lynn. Was Terry from the barbecue the Miners? Not Miners. Crazy Roy? <laughs> not my coworker Terry Miners. It wasn't Crazy Roy. Not the best Louisville uh, radio personality. Gotcha. Uh, no, the uh, the pushing sixty something lady that was at every single show. Oh, oh with the blonde hair at, up front for every single band. Yeah, she was and rocking the fuck out. Was she just like somebody that walking by, or did she know people? No, because I I got a receipt. She paid for a ticket online and. Everything. Oh, huh. just, just some some rando. Cool. Does that like inspire you? It does. It was cool. It actually. That, did you? Uh, was anybody at that Uzeda Shellac show in like two thousand and five? Mm-mm. No. No. It was fucking awesome. And Uzeda smoked Shellac. They were awesome on stage. Really? Mm. And my their bass player looks like my uh, my grandpa. Oh, they're all old as dirt, right? They're pretty old. Um, well, because they they're the band that turned into Bellini, right? And then they turn back into Uzeda. Yeah. Uh, yes. They've got to um, be in in their late fifties by now. They right? are for yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, really nice people too. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we, I was, I was like, man, that's fucking great. I was twenty five, and I was like, man, I hope 
that in that you know in 25 30 years that i'm like playing music that makes makes a motherfucker want to flip a table and like (laughs) and doing it and just looking like a badass like you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. out there like fucking shredding it out they did they did an uzeda (laughs) set at the touch and go 25th anniversary thing and then like six blocks away at this diner at in wicker park we're sitting eating there after and i look behind me and they're all just like every the members of Uzeda are just at a table at the diner like could we uh, get more uh, more syrup <laughs> i'm just like oh man yeah, i think that's Uzeda. and they're like my friends are like i don't know what you mean yeah, yeah well <laughs> that is not type. impressive yeah. Uh, yeah that's it's you tell me when fucking rob zombie walks in the door I'll fucking have a time you're 311 yeah. i know all those dudes oh do you personally are you, are you, bros, would yeah. you say you're down with them I am down. He's always been down. Have you uh, down? <laughs> have you Netflixed and chilled with him yet? I have not Netflixed and uh, and chilled with him quite yet. <laughs> John Beecroft put something that I had to read like three times to really get it uh, on Facebook. Where it was like Netflix and chill meme and chill. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Exactly. All right. Do you want to? Are you are you ready for the brown bag special? Oh yeah, I can be. This is none of the above podcast and live show, and we do a little segment called Bobby Cold Drinks, where we drink uh, goofball stuff. And here we go. And now, it's time to explore the wondrous world of ales and spirits with Robert Cold Drinks. Take it away, Rob. This is a decently sized bottle of something. Do you want me to get rid of that sissy filter for you? That was $3. Oh, no, no, no. And now I'm going to pour it. Now, Kyle got a, a sneak preve. Of this, and so I don't want him to give it away, but I'm pouring a little bit into these mini shot glasses. And what do you guys think is going on here? Never nervous guys in Elliot? Uh, <laughs> it's you're... maybe fluoride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got yeah. guess of mouthwash. It's yeah. Tussin. It yeah. is. Um, do we have a Kool Aid? Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, did I spill it, it everywhere? Yeah, yeah. That's why you need to take off that sissy filter there. I just opened a brand new pack of yeah. paper towels. Oh, bring them on over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it Bounty? Brawny. Brawny. Uh, yeah. It is Kirkland. Brony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Product placement. Looks... Yeah, are you trying to score some new uh, new towels from Man, Kirkland? I would I would love to be sponsored by Costco. Man, yeah, yeah. That is the that should have won best local pizza. Yeah. Costco. <laughs> 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 Serious. I'd is that, that good like Pizza King style? It's huge, it's dense, and it's a oh, no, my $1.99. Phone. I drip Bobby Cold Drinks on my phone. <laughs> Fuck. Kyle, you fix this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm used to it. What, fixing it? Uh-huh. Yeah. You got right, to put out the fire, Kyle. Passing around the shots of we don't know yet. Well, we're trying. We're just, it, just trying. It looks like that shit you drink before you have a CAT scan. <laughs> oh, the iodine? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that that just shows up in your bloodstream? Well, that's yeah. the um, that's the scientific medical term, the shit you drink before a CAT scan. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some no, shit. my father was yeah. Mr. Shit. Yeah. You drink. It was a Daishitsen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm grabbing my come, come get shot. This. Phil is a doctor. <laughs> yeah, doctor Phil, if doctor you will. Doctor Love. Yeah. Doctor Feel Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here, you guys take this garbage. Oh, God, I can smell it from here. Yeah. Oof. It does have a real robotussin-y. Ooh. No, no. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't smell good. Now, here, here's what happened. I was looking. They have been advertising a coming soon on some bacon-flavored bourbon at the liquor world, and I've been waiting for that to come in. Hadn't come in yet. So I was looking around my usual spots for cans i can make fun of or beers that have dumbass names and uh I, are these like little shot glasses broken or something i think there's holes in the bottom of them as well oh really? at, least, at least mine no oh mine. there's one in mine okay. too 
All these shot glasses have holes right, in the Rob, bottom. Rob, They're from cut, the dollar store. Cut to the chase. All right. <laughs> Plug the bottom of your shot glass, folks. All right. So this is original price eleven ninety nine on sale for three dollars. <laughs> this is De Kuiper Alabama Slammer Burst Bar Shots, and the, the best part and the reason I bought this it's twenty percent alcohol, forty proof. Jesus, imitation liqueur. This isn't even real what the liqueur. Fuck does that mean? <laughs> That's that is what I'm asking to you, Fake sir. In the funk, because I I I just don't understand <sighs> how you could be imitation imitation liquor. All right, I'm, I'm gonna drink mine because I feel like I'm in like a weird tampon commercial over here. <laughs> They're red and it's weird. All right, it says. It delivers a flavorful taste explosion you crave. Experience the DeKuyper Burst line of products enjoyed straight up or in an exciting new mix shot. DeKuyper Burst, the brand bartenders trust. Uh, Alabama you right. shit your pants. Alabama Slammer, when Dude, you're so do we... going out in the field and slamming queers, <laughs> this is what you drink. <laughs> well, mine just soaked totally into the skull Alabama. thing. Drink right out of the bottle. Here we go. All right. It's to Alabama, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 Oh, this just, it tastes like the Kool-Aid man just came rancid garbage <laughs> into my mouth. This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it tastes like Kool-Aid, and then at the end, you can feel the powder somehow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. you can. It's like, uh, you guys remember the powdered Gatorade back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, it, it tastes a lot oh. like that. You know what I'm talking about? Num, num, num. Like, it's the Kool-Aid-y yeah. type taste, but it's like, there's too much of it in there. This maybe, is like moon booze or something. Like, it's the only <laughs> thing they can get on, I mean, the, on the shuttle or something. Do you think maybe it <laughs> ate a hole in the bottom of these? Now, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, Jared Fogle might have bought a case of this shit. <laughs> For I just, dates? Yeah, just going back to to an earlier uh, earlier, earlier part of the, sh- uh, the show, uh, I, you know, just remembering after I say things like what I just said, that I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Who will eventually get to hear her father say the line? It's like the Kool Aid <laughs> Man <laughs> just came rancid garbage into my mouth. Come on, we've been doing a year and a half of this with Elliot's daughter upstairs. <laughs> there's, there's literally a child ten feet north uh, of right. your head right now. So, hi, daddy. Oh, here, here, there she is. <laughs> She's like, can Rut I have row. a pull? <laughs> Are you offering seconds on that? Uh, absolutely. You could have the rest Why of it not? if you want. I'm not drinking that Are garbo. It will be retired to the shelf you're, of bullshit. You're our big winner tonight. You get to take home the home version of the game. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy from the Hot Wires was just drinking the grain alcohol from 1975 up there. He was like, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I was peer pressured into uh, taking a swig of that, too. I went cross-eyed. What's the Sam Adams up there? Was it any good? No. Oh. That one wasn't terrible. It was like their fake um, it, their not, fake fancy. It's, I think it was like a tripel or like a Belgian wheat style something. Okay. It, was, it was okay. I've but had like, one of those. It tastes like robot pee, but I can, yeah, I can, that's fair. I can hang with it. <laughs> like, Any dark beer tastes like robot pee to me. Well, it's not really. It was a sweet, malty beer. Leash. Phil's Fun. drinking another one. He just. <laughs> I like that he's not <laughs> just going straight for the bottle. And he's actually being a gentleman and pouring right. shots. <laughs> he's, Phil's got a little bit of a cold. He he's, needs to uh, uh, get rid of. He's never nervous. Ah, uh-huh. full circle. I, I mean, <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> uh, What's an Alabama Slammer supposed to have in it? Uh, what is that even? Is that a real drink? I think that is a real drink, but you used to tend who? bar, Kyle. Yeah, no, it's one of those drinks that I think only someone who's never drank before would try and order. Oh, okay. They'd be like, "Yeah, give me a green alligator <laughs> and two Alabama slams. Give or me a whatever. Give me a blowjob calculus exam. <laughs> like, what? 
<laughs> it's one good thing and one bad. Like thing. that that was one of my least favorite things. That tending bar was stump the bartender. An Alabama slammer is a cocktail made with amaretto, Southern Comfort, slow gin, uh-huh. and orange juice. Jeez. Served in Tom Collins glass. Okay. So it does kind of taste like fake Southern Comfort. Yeah, you get a little peachy SoCo bullshit in there. Yeah. I'm not getting the uh, the amaretto. What does slow gin even mean? Mm-mm. It's a type of gin made from like <laughs> S L O E is like a type of yes. berry or something. It's just real it's, dumb. It's well, a, it's like a type of juniper berry, isn't it? It's also a fog hat song. Yeah. <laughs> slow <laughs> gin. Take it easy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know that one. <laughs> Slow gin. Uh, all right. Well, this sucked. I knew it would suck. Like, but I was a slam. Good thing you yeah. got a, a lot of it. <laughs> I was really excited about the fact that it said it was imitation liqueur. I think what the fuck? Phil will probably finish it. Yeah, yeah. go nuts, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. I love it when people like there's always one guy, mm-hmm. no matter how many people we have in here, when it's like a truly awful garbage liquor or like just disgusting liquid thing we try to drink. There's always one person that's like. But man, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take the last one. <laughs> like, <Yeah. slam. laughs> to be clear, I'm not saying I like it. I just like to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel a little better yeah. after. Hey, the yeah, price yeah. is right at free. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. or three dollars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's a reason that was marked down. Yeah. yeah. And there were a bunch of like weird, goofy, funny things I saw, but they were all like w- they weren't in the fridge. So yeah. they would have been cold. Wouldn't have been cold. Thus defeating the purpose of the yeah. goddamn bit. Can, can <laughs> What's uh? Have you had anything that where you were like, "This looks dumb as shit," and then you had it, and you were like, "You were into it." I liked last times. Um, our last show. It's this thing Kyle's drinking now is a leftover. It yeah. was this. It was just like a goza, like a nice sour. But the funny thing was that if you look at this can, and I won't rehash the whole bit from last episode, but. Um, I'll let you look at that independently. There are 4,000 words on that can. It That's was like a, a lot of words. It was impossible yeah. to tell yeah. who the brewery even was because it has like 10, like 10 names on it. Yeah. And like three breweries. Yeah. Uh, Rob, can I request that we don't go down to Kuiper's K-Hole? I'm not going to do like the, the ill-advised summer quest for the, the least worst fake margarita. Yeah, because there's no mm. least worst with the Kuiper's. It's, it's just bad. the worst. It's worst. like the buzz balls. They just mm-hmm. all suck. Yeah. You know what? That shit's awful. I will take one more shot of that. I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pat, Pat, hold on, let's pass the rock to L. <laughs> sure. Let me get sound effects going here. I mean. Oh yeah. Are you gonna take that slow ride easy? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's the kind of sugary crap I could have drank ten years ago and be like, whatever, I'll have a few. And now it's like two of them, and I'm like, well, done. Gotta die. <laughs> yeah, God. I can't. I can't do the sweet anymore. Kills me. Hey, speaking of gotta die, so tomorrow's parent-teacher conferences, uh-huh. right? Ugh. I got an email from a parent, and that parent was like, "Hey, can I schedule a one thirty conference?" And I was like, "Hell yes!" All right. Then an hour later, email, same parent. Hey, I know I said one thirty, but can I change my conference time to seven thirty a.m.? What? Ugh. <laughs> 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 so, do you want more? <laughs> no, man. That's why I only brought one gigantic Rolling Rock Horsecock can. <laughs> Do you want to close this out <laughs> so we can talk about other things? I say so. I still got like six minutes of uh, Rolling Rock talk. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's your segment. We're now sponsored by Rolling Rock, uh, and the segment is being changed to Rolling Rock talk. Yeah. <laughs> it still tastes like Rolling Rock. <laughs> Remember in Deer Hunter where Robert De Niro said Rolling Rock was the best beer around? 
This has been Rolling Rock Talk. <laughs> I'm more of a fan of uh, Blue Velvet, where he yeah. says, Paps Blue Ribbon is the best beer in town. Well, none, He like, just says Heineken <laughs> fuck that shit. That's the best. Paps I don't care about Blue that. Ribbon. Which also <laughs> sucks. That guy was like a sex pervert. Why do people like Paps because of that? <laughs> He's like a rapist. Yeah. Why do people hug All Dennis either? Hopper race, rapists <laughs> drink Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Mm. Like his character in uh, Waterworld. <laughs> Probably my favorite Dennis Hopper vehicle. There you go. You know? yeah. uh, wait, wasn't he a smoker? Koopa in the Mario Brothers movie? Yes, he yeah. was. Oh, oh yeah. See, that's yeah. now we're now we're cooking with gas. Do you know who played? Uh, do you know who played the giant Goomba? The Goombas? No. no, Ray Romano's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, Brad Garrett. Oh, Corky no Romano. I didn't know that. Wait, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. He was in that movie. No. Okay. I would totally believe that. Like, hey, Raymond. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Mario. Mario. You got to listen to me, No, see, he would, make, he would make a great Luigi, though. <laughs> Everybody loves Mario. Let's remake Mario Brothers Aww. with Ray Romano no, and Brad Garrett. <laughs> have you guys seen any... <laughs> have you guys seen any of those Super Mario Maker yes, things? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on a second. Play it out. Okay. <laughs> we got the actual drinks. <laughs> We throw the oh, fucking cable. On the above. Stop. Okay, Mario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, uh, those videos keep popping up online everywhere. Just like people making these, I, I, I feel like it's just somebody that hates me. They're just making these boards just to, just to give me fucking anxiety nightmares. Yep. I, I wouldn't even play it. I, oh, would, I, would. I would I would open it and be like, no thanks, see you later. Well, not they, they doing look that. like they look like a Mega Man nightmare to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, no thanks. Thank you for calling them boards. Yeah. Instead of levels. Well, uh, sure. mm-hmm. you could have just played uh, what was it called, the Lost Levels? Yeah. Which was uh, the original Mario too. Two, yeah. They the didn't release it over here. Like, they were afraid Americans would be like, that "This is too hard. Right. Fuck it." Yeah. Which, by the way, I played like two boards. Why did you go back that to that quit? one? Because it was fucking hard. That's fine, yeah. but it's just it, that shit was. Yeah. Imp- to you, be fair, I, Lost Levels is. To be fair, hard. who I, is ne- no I one's ever beaten that game. I, that to be know. fair, I cannot beat the original Super Mario Brothers. What? Really? You? Even even with warp pipes. Even with warp I pipes. I think I'm with Sid. I don't think I can beat it. That's I can beat. I can beat two. I can beat three. What have you? Well, two is essentially a marshmallow of a video game. Yeah. Yeah. I love two. Not beat. Well, two is just. I love two. You've beaten two. Yeah. You've not beaten one, but you've beaten I've two. I've beaten two. I've beaten three. I've beaten world. Two is beaten way off. Two, two is just <laughs> oh, a, yeah. it's a reskin of a random Japanese game. Yeah, it's not yeah, a right. random Doki game. Doki Panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like some kind of like station thing. Right. Where like this Japanese TV station had like mascots and they made a game for it. Mm-hmm. And then Nintendo of America was like, well, this Lost Levels game is too fucking hard. Right. What about this thing? I mean, but if not for that, hey, we wouldn't have, like, uh, Shy Guys and all that shit. I, yeah. was I love Shy Guys. Man, shy Guys are cool. I was feeling the vibration on that one. And Wart. They wrote Feel Wart it. out of the story. I guess he was a yeah. dream, but whatever. Yeah. Has anybody yeah. beat Luigi's Missing? <laughs> Has anybody <laughs> played you mean, you, 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 Luigi's Missing? You mean Mario's Missing? Mario's Missing. Yes. Is it Mario's That's Missing? That's when you yeah. are Luigi. Yeah. Oh, I beat right, uh, right. the <laughs> Luigi's Mansion, like, the first I, one. I did that as well. That game was super fun. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. That game was good. Was I beat it? Mario's two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Great game. <laughs> He's got an electric stove. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> microwave. Super yeah. clean pipes, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you would it's think kind it, of his thing. <laughs> you, know the whole, you know why Mario went on the original adventure, right? Because he had an appointment to work on somebody's plumbing, but plumbers got to be 
17 to 18 years late. <laughs> so he was just like, yeah, I mean, I'll work on this guy's walk up in Brooklyn and fucking, you know, 47 hours for a second to go rescue this princess. I've got to go into this pipe and eat these mushrooms. <laughs> you know, shit. As yeah. you do. <laughs> As a, you are often to yeah. do. Having Mario. a weird day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I just tortured myself. I took another sip. What am I doing? I don't know, yeah. man. I'm off the rails yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, some Jesus. serious kidney hatred. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just found out my neighbor... Two houses down has cirrhosis of the liver, and he has to drain his body every uh, uh, is that one four of the, weeks. Is that one of the Juggalo neighbors? It is one of the Juggalo neighbors. <laughs> and, of course, it is. That was the name of my favorite D&D D- character ever. Was Juggalo neighbor? No, no, it was cirrhosis <laughs> of the liver. <laughs> Sorry. That's pretty good. It was actually pretty great. How do I know they're Juggalo neighbors? Because they have bright red, stop sign red, Shorts that go down to the ankle, and they're about a half an inch off the ground. <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes shorts. Now, yeah. Elliot, so, Elliot, did you see them at all this weekend? I did not. Mm-mm. Then they are I, definitely chuckles. They were at Louder Than Life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I heard they're five dogs. Flaw's not going to watch themselves, you know. So, <laughs> right. yeah, uh, we were Phil and I um, were driving down Bardstown Road one day, and uh, Twisted was playing in town, right? <laughs> oh my God. And um, they were playing at Headliners, I think. And Phil looks into his rearview mirror, uh, mirror and he's like, why are those people dressed like Dalmatians? Because they had like white and black face paint on. <laughs> before you, yeah, I was, inc- for whatever You didn't reason, know anything about it. I was incredibly high at the time and it freaked me the fuck out. Hey man. Why is everyone a fat crow? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dalmatians are everywhere. Did you guys go to Louder Than Life? No. I no. was offered, we, actually we were both offered free tickets, weren't we? Uh, like yeah. you were with me, we were at, we went to the to the to the Leo party thing um, mm-hmm. on Friday. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not trying I'm not going to shit on it. But what I, w- I will say, obviously, I don't give a fuck about 95 percent of what happened. <laughs> but one of the first major quote unquote concerts I've ever been to, uh, I saw Rob Zombie in like 1998. Hell yeah. And it was like, uh, it was fucking awesome. I bet. Yeah. And I would, yeah. lo- I, I, I don't give a fuck. I love White Zombie and I love Rob Zombie. I don't care if it's, I mean, not all whites. Some of that white later. Ro- I have white a Dragula stuff. tattoo. Oh, do you? He does. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that, that uh, we were yeah. offered free tickets. Yeah, that, that would have been one of the only two I would have been like stoked to see would have been Rob Zombie and then ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Yeah. That's the only thing I was yeah. stoked about yeah. at all. Let's see. It's just not my scene. What's some of the dumb shit I saw because of free tickets? Uh, <laughs> hot, hot heat a million times. I went Quiet to see riot. the movie. I went to see the movie Bats for because of free tickets. You guys are all like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" I know what you're talking about. You do? Yeah. Yeah. It's Bats. A, yeah. It's a, it's like the birds except with Lou Diamond Phillips and Bats. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah. laughs> nice. Right up my alley. I saw Smash Mouth uh, and Buck Nine. Mm-hmm. Same show. Mm-hmm. Oh. I saw the Sprite Remix Tour. That's right, of course. And Sprite Remix Tour. For those who don't remember, Talib Kweli, mm-hmm. Black Alicious. Oh, that's good. Nin- uh, sorry, that was the side stage. Let me get to the main stage. <laughs> Nappy Roots, three eleven, Jay Z. Okay, well, you know, yeah. there's some good in there. There, three eleven's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a guy with a giant three eleven back tattoo standing in front of me too, and I was like, yes. Um, how did <laughs> I, how did three eleven make that cut? How did somebody say like, man, you know who should open for Jay Z? It's literally all rap in three eleven. Three eleven, yeah, like that's who it should be. Uh, <laughs> I did once get to see Pearl Jam for free. Yeah, and like, that's not like terrible though. No, no, like I don't really care about Pearl Jam. I never was like way into, but. 
Uh, but my friend, he He's had got like a million of them. He had yeah. like an extra ticket, and he was like, "Do you want to go see Pearl Jam this Saturday?" And I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, why not?" Yeah. I gotta say, that was a great fucking live show. Yeah, did like, they play Jeremy? Of course they played Jeremy. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> like the like actually no, they actually didn't sing it. The crowd sang Jeremy. Right. It was just one of those where like the lights would just like come over the crowd and it's just like holding so the microphone like, out. It was like the crowd's karaoke of Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. But if they, if it, they sang Lead Better, I would have been all over that I, one. I Which had, one was that? Only here no so high like so <laughs> so the, is that the one where it's like you gotta wait fat boy it, wait till tomorrow it's a slow jam one yeah, yeah. the entire show That's my silver chair you guys uh, my friend Jesse um, from high school is just yelling at the top of his lungs play corduroy like did they? every corduroy. no they did not yeah. yeah I don't know I think it's a Pearl Jam song I just yeah. remember him saying corduroy I saw Deepesh Mode is. for free how was that? At Madison Square Garden, it was actually fucking awesome. Like, yeah, I was not a huge Depeche yeah. Mode fan, but man, you know who is? Like, super pale nerds that haven't left their parents' basement for 10 years, because that was the whole crowd, and then and me, At least 20% of those are girls, so, I mean... I wouldn't give it 20%. Um, <laughs> and they're, like, embarrassing, because everyone seems to know to pump your fist when they say, reach out and touch faith with, like, bum, bum. Like, I didn't know this stuff. I'm the only one not doing it. It was a good show, though. And Poe opened that show. Oh. That was pretty cool. We talked about Poe on the show before. Yeah. So hot. She was so hot, the Poe. She looked like <laughs> uh, like if uh, the dude from Tool was a girl. Looks like a hotter Kim Gordon. I like the... Hotter Kim Gordon? Mm -hmm. You say it's she's so order. hot, and then the Tool thing, I don't... I'm that was two different people's is it, opinion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it hot Just Gray trying Maynard? to coalesce that into one thing. Hot Maynard, yeah. yeah. Hot like Maynard, when Maynard would, the barbecue. Like yeah. when, when, when Maynard would wear a wig in a perfect circle, like if that was actually a girl. That's what mm. Poe looked like, but pretty. All right. I saw Soundgarden for free, and these fucking apes behind me kept yelling out for them to play these audio slave songs. <laughs> and I was getting so fucking mad. I was like, well, you shut the fuck up. I, I wish I would I would reference any song that Where's Chris Tom Cornell Morello? did with uh, uh, Timbaland. Do you oh know that God. was real? No, I didn't know that's that a was real. real. Thing. That's a that's real I know, life. I know that Chris happened. Cornell did like a Bond theme recently. That's it's garbage. It, is it that kind it's, of garbage? It's worse. What? It's worse. It's like it it actually makes. Uh, the Metallica uh, Lou Reed thing seemed like okay. That's not possible. That's that's it's that's that really bad. Impossible. It's it's awful. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's no really. I feel bad. like he should have his grunge license revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out of here. I mean, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Everyone has had their grunge license revoked. I, I would <laughs> <Yeah>. hope so. <laughs> it might be that might be just a matter of like uh, history. Right, blanking out some of our grunge. No, Chris, uh, Courtney loves. I think she keeps it yeah, she, very real. Yeah. Oh yeah, is that yeah. even she's, grunge at this yeah. point? She's just like gutter trash. Ugh. That <laughs> and not like gutter from PCU, but that, like an actual gutter where sewage runs. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Uh, that that uh, it was maybe like a year ago where like the sound she pissed off. Oh the yeah, sound guy. we actually played that on the show, I believe, didn't we? Uh, uh, where they like isolated her guitar track. <laughs> like, yeah, gonk. let me see if I can find that. Yeah, no, and, I, and, and I read some people that were trying to defend it where they were kind of like, oh, it's like artsy or no, no, shut she the just fuck doesn't up. know how to play guitar. She's a like, terrible like, person. Oh, yeah, artsy the way that that Scott Weiland trying to sing fucking what uh, STP song oh, was he trying that to was, sing that was that fucking was terrible. Um, oh God. I know exactly what we're talking about. God. Here's Courtney Love. Here's Courtney Love, everybody. Let's see. <laughs> if I don't get an ad. Oh. 
God. This is not a shreds video, by the way. It sounds like a shreds. It, it's like you're holding a cat over a guitar against its will and squeezing it really hard. Well, now she found some chords. I know. She lost them. Nice, nice. Got it. Even her voice is like, Jesus, dude, you aren't, you aren't hitting any of these notes. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> is this just the drunk distillers? You know when you fuck you mean up the distillers. <laughs> you know when you start like fucking up really bad on like Guitar Hero and yeah. it's all like clink 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 clink. <laughs> Little known fact: like. Courtney Love recorded those tracks. <laughs> <laughs> She's a real whiz for that. Though. Yeah. This is that depressing. would be pretty cool. Yeah. I actually really like Hole. I'm, I, that's, that's really depressing to hear that, and that sucks. Oh, this is <laughs> duty. So Feels sorry. bummed. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm gonna, just, need, I'm gonna need some more yeah, of that. Yeah, he just he that, just cried like, into that his, fake uh, liqueur into, over there. Into his sure. Coopers or whatever it is. Oh, you want us to bring it back your way? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? The day Coopers. Yeah. yeah. I got to work tomorrow morning, but my boss today told me that he... If you come in hungover, no, it's totally cool. He told me that he's been having his balls sucked since he was 12. So. What? And that... On that uh, does your boss... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This... I, there's more to this conversation, but that's the... No, no, no. no, when no, you, no. When Newly, yeah, I would like to imagine that there's not. Yeah, he yeah. just came up to me and he's like, Phil, Phil, Phil. All right, just real quick. I've been having my balls suck since I was like 12. Yeah, let's leave that open ended. And, hey, when, and when did his uncle uh, take the RV out yeah. of the driveway? Yeah, and he's, he's talking like that the whole time. Yeah. Hey, Phil. Hey, yo, Phil. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Motown Philly. Just like my friend yelled at Philip Glass on the streets of New York City. Did he call him Philly G? No, he he. T I saw we walked by Philip Glass, and I didn't know what Philip Glass looks like because who fucking does? And he was like, "Yeah, it's Philip Glass." I, I was do. like, "What? Okay, well then you would have recognized him." And I was like, "Oh, it was." Yeah, he, uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'll show you." And he had already walked like half a block down the road. My friend turns and goes, "Hey, yo, Phil!" And like Philip Glass turned around and just like did a small, tiny like wave and nod. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, I guess it was. <laughs> Dude, I do that with Terry Miners every time I see him. <laughs> you do? I'm like, yo, Terry! There are more Who's than, that? There's at least one Lee Van Cleef song about how much we hate Terry Miners. Who's Terry Miners? Oh, uh, which one is it? He's a local. Uh, smile or I will drink and beat you more. Okay. Yeah. Big time local. Uh, it was on the first record. Host. It's the last oh. song. Like, for, uh, is this show from like three to six? Yeah. Three to six. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's I'm working it on Friday. He's he's actually. I mean, I say what you will. He's really good at what he does. But it's just funny. You see, it's the one with you the can't dudes miss him. Paint the painted uh, guy's face. It's the uh -huh. last song. Yeah. Last song? Does yeah. he look smile or I will drink and beat you more? Okay. Uh, apparently, our singer uh, ran into Terry Miners a couple of times in public when he was a child. Uh, when mm -hmm. my, the singer was a child and uh, he like one time he was wearing like uh, like a bootleg Simpson shirt or something cool. and, and Terry Miners was like your shirt sucks or something <laughs> oh what <laughs> yeah really? and then the second time no he well, was like, he was, like nice shirt and then, like rolls his eyes that's what he did and then the second time it was like maybe a year later and somehow he ended up on an elevator with Terry Miners alone and he was wearing like a Braves hat or something and he was like the Braves suck <laughs> Wait, so he had two different incidents where two this guy told him what he was wearing incidents. sucked? Yeah. I don't know, that <laughs> guy sounds pretty cool. Where he told somebody that was less than 13, like, <laughs> what your wardrobe is whack. Like, now, I'll be uh, producing like a, his show this Friday. Is that guy like a Tom, like Tom Likas kind of guy? No, no, he's what, not that what, sleazy. What kind of shit does he do? He just does like an everything. He plays like uh, comedy bits. It's just like, uh, like Bob and Tom? Yeah, but he does it solo. He doesn't take any phone phone calls. Thank 
God, oh, he okay. doesn't take any phone calls. <laughs> you it know, makes next, my job a lot easier. Dude, next time, when you go in there, tell him the Braves suck. <laughs> and just see, see what he, he fucking says. He's like, yeah, man, I fucking talk. feel you. Man, I don't want to tell him Jacob Jacob Miller says man, the You know what pisses suck. me off? Bootleg Simpsons t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it really feels like the Fox should be getting them royalties, right? Yeah. yeah right. We're really connecting, Al. Why don't we take a break here and play the song that we've been talking about? The Lee Van Cleef song, and then I want to hear uh, more Lee Van Cleef songs, and we'll come back and uh, talk about uh, Never Nervous. That's us. That's you guys yeah. in the flesh in the studio. Mm-hmm. They are podcasters. I I coined the term blogcasters. Mm-hmm. We do that. blogcast all yeah. the time because Never Nervous is a blog too. We blogcasted today about uh, the music scene and all the cool bands happening there. They've covered. Local, Our bands local, and local bands, local bands, local acts that play that, or, yeah. that play, play more than shows. one that yeah. play more than one show. <laughs> Several shows. Yeah. Actually, our we're gearing toward about to change the format. It's going to be a my morning jacket fan site. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> only so we're going to mix it up a little. Mm-hmm. Grab your vest and hair, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's going to be a my morning jacket fan site from here on out. No, but since Sid is a brother in aluminum guitars. Yeah, huh? That's true. Real That's talk. Right. Real talk. What you got? He's got a Kramer. I've got a Kramer. It's uh, I think it's a DMZ three thousand or something. It's got uh, three single coils in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it and then stopped being in a rock band. And it's unfortunately in, uh, not forever, but for right now, and it's uh, it's just sitting in a closet. Mm-hmm. And I'll never get rid of it. I I got rid of one once before, and I'll never do that shit again. Fair enough. I'll have this guitar forever. As you should. Good times. Hey, let's hear uh, Smile or I Will uh, Drink and Beat You More by Lee Van Cleef featuring our guest, Sid. And then we'll hear more Lee Van Cleef. Sure. <laughs> maybe Piss Jeans, maybe Shannon Wright. I got a bunch of stuff Ooh, Shannon Wright. loaded in the cannon. That's right. Ooh, Shannon Wright is right. <laughs> That's what I say right when I wake up every single morning. Right before he finishes. Ooh, Shannon Wright. <laughs> All righty. Well, here Wright. we go. This is uh, Lee Van Cleef on Nundy Bove. Go.
Hey, it's none of the above on Radio Nope. That was a little shorty for you. Always good to hear a little shorty. Should I? You ever seen the video for that one song? Oh, uh, yeah. That's like the craziest bullshit yes. video yes. ever. It's the greatest music video it, ever. It, it looks like Vincent Gallo saw that music video and said, this is what I want Buffalo 6 to be. Yes. <laughs> Buffalo 66. 66. It's so uh, great. Uh, wearing that Minutemen shirt, dancing at that old lady's <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> yes. Pat from Tremendous Fucking showed me that video when I was like 22 and not ready. That is such a good like, name for a band. Tremendous Fucking? Did, yeah. Did you ever see Tremendous Fucking? No, and I didn't even know their name, but I, I wanted to do a band with a friend of mine that was just uh, guitar and drums and noise and rowdiness, and uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to call it Serious Fucking, and then I heard that that band existed. And I, I was like, in God. Tremendous Fucking for like five years. That is a good band name. Uh, they were around five years before me, but... That is a slam dunk. I'm and one of the greatest band stickers of all time, the How's My Fucking Dial 1-800-Tremendous, <laughs> which is... Uh, <laughs> uh, that there are probably more stickers, uh, more of that sticker in the world uh, than like the population of like Uruguay. Then Dude Cool Dick <laughs> stickers. Now, that. we have reprinted Dude Cool Dick pretty regularly for, I don't know, maybe it was six or seven years, but like they would make thousands of those fucking How's My Fucking stickers. They are everywhere. I think nice. the only band that has made more of one sticker is that band No One in the Somebodies, my friends from New York, the four brothers that are in that band together. Mm-hmm. That orange sticker with like Comic Sans font that just says no one in the somebody's is everywhere like in New York City. Comic Sans font? It's terrible. Um, it has to it's be. It's the awful. ugliest sticker ever. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, Rob, the uh, population of Uruguay is 3,324,460. All right. Yeah, I'm going to take the over on 4 million How's My Fucking Stickers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so many. I was just actually curious. That was a huge, uh, huge day for sticker guy. Like slam dunk. Thanks, guys. Yes, st- the, what is the sticker monkey uh I think the website was down for two days. Right. Speaking of dumb merch, I found a wax eater koozie in Ooh. one of my old jackets mm-hmm. in the pocket. I was like, oh, I thought they were gone forever. <clears throat> I thought we were going to make Never Nervous koozies. You we, had that idea, and I signed off on it, and then I never saw them. Well, since you signed off on it, everything was a You go. asked me. No, yeah. It just and uh, I was, like, it was yeah, all set it. up, and uh, I don't like mom and dad fight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's talk about Never Nervous. Oh yeah, Let's do it. We have a. Uh, now fil- what is it? I keep hearing about. It. <laughs> no, no. It's a blogcast. Who, who are you guys? It is a blogcast. It's a blogcast. Um, well, you know, uh, Phil started this. Uh, I'll let Phil tell the origin story. He started it before me. Take well, it away, Phil. Long story short, uh, I grew up playing in a lot of dumb bands that nobody gives a fuck about. But I, you know, I grew up. I know, care, Phil. Being very interested in lots of bands uh, in Louisville's. You know, fucking historic, fucking awesome scene, or of course, whatever stuff and shit and stuff and other things and all of that. And then, uh, you know, I wasn't playing in a band, and I was like, you know, I want to just be a part of it somehow, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to stay interested, and I want, you know, and at the same time, just have a reason to fucking want to be ex- still excited about it, mm-hmm. even though I was working a lot, blah blah blah. So that, that was the whole point. It was just adult shit. Adult stuff, and uh, just started it for you know a fun hobby and for uh, a goof. Yeah, like for a goof, <laughs> like a rascal does for shits and giggles. But we uh, eventually, you know, Sid and I have been friends for since like '99 or something. Yeah, great year. Whatever, mm-hmm. great year. It was a good one. It was one of the good ones, I think. Great Woodstock. Yeah. Uh, but we limp <laughs> <Shut laughs> biscuit on that crap. <laughs> but uh, uh, asked Sid to do it with me and. 
do it with me and, and also did. start a blog. <laughs> we did it together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just asked me to write a. He, he asked me to write something, and I just um, he had been doing it for about a year, and he asked me to write something uh, for the band Karas. Uh He wanted me to do a record review, so I did it. Um, because I wanted to write something. I had just gotten a degree in English, so I was like, maybe I should use that for something, uh-huh. I guess. I know that feeling, man. So then I did it, and it was uh, it was fun, and then I started doing some more stuff, and then eventually Phil actually gave me a password for the uh, the blog. Ooh. He's, he's quick. Keys you know, to the kingdom. Sort of thing. And then eventually <laughs> he even gave me the, uh, the password to our email address oh, so that I could see things that were coming in so that I could write about stuff in real time. I will say, though, this was actually kind of a good thing. Because it it was like, well, okay, I need to be up up and running. I need mm-hmm. to, you know, figure out some stuff to do. So I, it made me like try to be innovative, and yeah. I came up with some super great ideas that are still part of Never Nervous today. Mm-hmm. Like Amazing ideas. Seven figures later. Uh huh. That's right. Uh, <laughs> back in the day, we I started doing a feature called Back in the Day. That was just uh, albums that I couldn't review now because they were ten years ago. That people might not have heard that maybe they should hear. Yeah. You know, because we really, I feel like we try to curate this blog to people that may not know a lot about Louisville music or anything like that. We treat everybody like, uh, like it's their first time reading it, not in a condescending way, but you know, I remember going to buy uh, Rodan Rusty when Mm. I was like in high school or something, either ecstasy and getting this look from people like, Oh really? Just now you're getting this. What's your problem? You <laughs> oh, know, I'm 14. Suck it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, I, it really bummed me out. It made me feel like I wasn't part of it. And I don't want to make anybody feel that way now. And I mean, fuck, we we write about kids that are like 20. You yeah, know, like yeah. how the fuck were there? They, they're not going to know about any of that stuff. And were so. White Reaper nice during the interview then? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he reviewed uh, White Reaper. Phil did. Well, and I, no, they, I interviewed. I, well, I you interviewed. did. You interviewed yeah. one of the one and, of Phil's. And, and a, yeah, I interviewed. Uh, what's the singer dude's name? Anthony. 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 And actually, I mean, he was like cool. your brother. Like my brother's name is also Anthony. <laughs> but he actually, I mean, I'm not. I don't consider this to be dickish at all. Actually, this interview ended up getting shared or referenced on uh, Pitchfork, which is kind of right. cool for us. Hey, hey. We've made it in the blogcast sphere. You're done. Pack up shop. <laughs> but it's all the, done. They, the only reason they referenced it was because he answered every question with a reference to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, and, it was uh, fun. Yeah, it was cool. So it was like for fun? or Yeah, just yeah. for I mean, just, just really as a goof. As a Spider-Man. I don't think he was really into Tobey Maguire. I just think it was a... F- he was trying to be hilarious, and yeah. I guess it worked. He's just a rascal. The rascal king, if you will. Yeah. Those garage rock guys. Yeah. I remember when they played their first show mm-hmm. with us. What, you fucking Matt, uh, or what was that guy, Pat Minfield or Ma- Pat Matt Pinfield? Whatever. Pat Minfield is <laughs> correct, actually. I think <laughs> some more of the Alabama Alabama Slammer, Slammer talking yeah. about Pat Minfield. <laughs> Pat Minfield. Uh, yeah, he's no, that know. guy with a lot of hair, right? No, Pat no, Minfield we, from re- 801. Two minutes. That name came from a teacher, uh, like an English teacher in high school. That Jason and uh, Bischoff and I used to, we, you know, everyone knew Matt Pinfield because he at every MTV show he was like, I saw this band at their second show ever, and or us, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this teacher we had looked just, <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> looked, uh, he looked just like him, so we called him Pat, and yeah, it was funny. <laughs> he looked like a cue ball. Now, did so, that did that cue ball teacher claim to have seen every band at their first show? No, he actually kicked me out of class one. 
once. Which one was it? Uh, we went to the same last school. His name, dude. This is I don't fucking know. This Just is a tell long. me later. He wore a sweater once. I don't know. That's that guy. <laughs> that one. That's I know who you mean. Shirts sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the longstanding. We have a long joke about how many Louisville bands Wax Eater has booked their first show and then have just like left us in the fucking dust. <laughs> <laughs> like, take it easy, motherfuckers, getting on their tour buses. You got your White Reapers. You got you're like. Uh, to be fair, it was like their third or fourth show. Right. Uh, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was not their first. That's what oh, we think of as uh, that. Never Nervous's real function is is to launch as many high profile local bands as possible. <coughs> you know what I mean? <coughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay, we we can do a profile. We'll see. I thought <laughs> writing a record about the Wire would fucking catapult us into internet superstardom and just <laughs> zero traction one guy uh from the prf was like no I, f- I feel like i read a tweet somewhere that one of the cast members had like heard, heard about the record and thought it was cool i was like okay so you think you heard about it, was it? Snoop. or can you fucking tell me <laughs> yeah. I think she's in jail again isn't she she's got plenty of free time <laughs> that's and true access, to be and <laughs> access to Bandcamp. <laughs> apparently yeah yeah <clears throat> maybe i should have called it wire record yeah but then people would think it was like pink flag or something right you, know, you don't want that well no but, but, but Back to the beginning of this, the whole point was, you know, you I've noticed, you know, and as everyone's noticed, a lot of cities have these cool fucking, I guess, blogs or websites or whatever you want to call it. Like my that, old Kentucky that, blog. There you go. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. But like this is ver- this is only central to this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just bands that are from here, but maybe a band that'll be passing through. We'll you know talk about them and their mm-hmm. Louisville experience or whatever. That's yeah. Good. But yeah. Um, it's yeah, that's pretty much the whole point. It's, you guys it's do fun. because you weren't there doing show reviews mm-hmm. yeah. because you missed it we because did those it. um and those are fun but they're also like kind of a great example of how little we go to shows <laughs> because uh i pretty much write one about everything uh i've only not written one about two shows that i've been to one was uh i just didn't like anything about the show and like it's one thing to write a negative review; it's another to just be like, "What is this shit?" Everything sucks. I yeah. fuck all of you because I don't want to be. I don't really feel the need to put a bunch of negativity and bullshit in the world. Nah, yeah. You know, um, that's my New Year's resolution, by the way. The world's doing a pretty stop good job. Stop talking. Exactly. Stop talking yeah. shit. All we on have bands. to do is like look at the comments section of the Courier Journal, and you know that that that's got all that shit covered. So, mm-hmm. I think my favorite one of one of those when you went to a uh, alcohol party. Alcoholics. Was it that one? The Alcoholics? Was it that Jeff Kamara and Zach? No. No? That's Alcohol Party. Oh, that yeah, one. That's what I'm talking about. That yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went out of town with them, and uh, it, they were the only band that played, actually, and they played with, uh, oh, my God, that show was so fun. It was like in an art school, and it just looked like you walked into David Lynch's nightmares. <laughs> um, there was just people, like, reenacting dinner. Think about that. <laughs> sure. I don't know what that means. It's some Are fucking you sure hippie, walk into hippie the... art school shit. And then there were people, yeah, there was like somebody hall. making a panini. Uh, they had like a panini press and they were making grilled cheese sandwiches and just flinging them into the crowd randomly. There are these <laughs> right. dicks, uh, like sculptures that, that were supposed to be like um, flutes sort of. So you just blow into the tip of the dick. Mm-hmm. Just the tip though. And uh, <laughs> No ball sucking. Yeah, yeah, no balls. Um it was really weird, the whole thing. <laughs> and then they played, and it was just, they're awesome, and they're kind mm-hmm. of a loud, noisy, kind of bastro kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing was just so fucking weird. Right, right. So weird. Well, we should also mention, and I'm, it sucks that I haven't mentioned this yet, but uh, there's a third member of Never Nervous that's not here right now. Right. Uh, 
our latest addition, which I guess it's been over a year, about right about on a year. A year uh, Jake Hellman, who mm. Elliot, you met. Uh, oh yeah, when we did our he podcast does our, together. Yeah, he does. He's the engineer for our podcast. Yeah, he's, the, he's the podcast. He writes master. about once a week, maybe sometimes like once every other week. But yeah, he, he's a like you know solid contributor. He's fucking. He's one of my uh, best friends for sure. He's fucking awesome. Does he is he in charge of the scene etiquette? Uh, no, that's I'm the only person that's oh, written okay. in the scene etiquettes. But but mm-hmm. I will t- give you a pre uh, preview uh, uh-huh. to one that's coming up. Phil's working on one. Uh, no, nice. I'm not. You guys might. You, well, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But Jake has actually got one pretty much finished. But we're gonna hold off on. It's pretty much what we talked about earlier mm-hmm. about bands like My Morning Jacket mm-hmm. or uh, Bryson Tiller, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. You know, just to kind of what sort just of don't what you be were a hater about. is basically the thing. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. Anyway. Another thing, I was I've been wanting to write this for like a year, and I'm interested to hear the feedback that you fellas might have on this. You yes. guys, Wax Eater is a fucking loud band, and that's yeah. awesome, and that's mm-hmm. you know it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. But there, and I've but the, my problem is I've never seen you guys play before, so I'm not mm-hmm. criticizing. Do you have you. two full stacks when you play a piece? It's Rob, not two a piece. What we actually bought the old Young Widows cabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the uh, light emperor ones. The yeah, the emperors. Uh, oh, we, nice. we I won't spoil the surprise of what we did to the lights, but we did some to them. Uh, basically, the, now while those cabs are they are, like bat signals, but like the Batman signal, but now <laughs> it's like dicks that go out. That's no, all curly pubes. Right. Um, it's a, it's the Jurassic Park silhouette. <laughs> <in each laughs> one of them. The kind of secret of those cabs is people see them and think they're just these epic giant stacks. There's like each, fifty speakers in each there. cabinet has two twelve inches and one fifteen. So basically, what I, what we're playing with on stage is one four twelve cabinet, one two fifteen cabinet, and a head for each of us. Right. So it's that's not, not so bad. No, it's it's not a bad. reasonable like if you were to take that gear into normal looking, so it would just look like a full stack for bass and a half stack for guitar. We've seen bands play though, both of us. Okay, and I'm not. I would never shit on a band like Coliseum because I like Coliseum. Did you ever see Beast in the Field? No. Now that <laughs> that's the, some ridiculous bullshit. The band bullshit. that you might be thinking about the early most is Trophy like Wives, Lords. <laughs> Lord, yeah, trophy Lords. Wives? Mm-hmm. When Lords first yeah. started, I feel like you don't. When you're if you're playing a, a venue the size of this basement, like the fucking Rudd or something, you, you don't, don't need two full stacks. You don't need a, a full stack. Yeah. You don't even. You don't need. You a don't full need to stack. be fucking Guitar Center. No. When you go to play a show, like everybody in the well, room gets it. I can, I, I guess I can speak to that a little bit. Like the band I mentioned, Beast in the Field, are, are friends of ours from Michigan. And they're like just this, if you like sleep and stuff, man, you'd like this. I'm into it. Uh, and they have, it's a guitar player and a drummer. And Kyle's been there. Elliot's seen it. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking wall. Like like the Grateful Dead in 69 fucking wall. Like Jucifer. We're like eight, gotcha. eight to nine custom gigantic cabinets three heads powering everything uh, but the thing is they also know how to scale it to the room like when they played magbar they didn't bring everything in they gotcha. brought some of it in so and it's not, still not like sun or anything like that. it's still bone rattlingly loud but like it, that's the that's part of the bit with that band is that like you're not just there to he- you're not just supposed to hear it like I, you're supposed to feel it i hate See, that. I, I well i would <laughs> i would i will only i will disagree with you only this uh on this one point phil because uh i, I understand what you're saying and i yeah. i can engage that because i saw sun play uh do you guys know sun like yeah. i saw him yeah. in san diego yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. um and uh i i don't know what to do with sun's music because i don't know how often i want to listen to ambient metal <laughs> like no. usually yeah. if I'm listening to ambient I want to chill and like read something or if I'm listening to metal I want to like flip a table and this mm-hmm. is like 
the worst of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. But like live, they were amazing because yes. they were like, it was the loudest shit I've ever seen mm-hmm. yeah. in person. Um, our, our beer That's cans a- were moving. Um, it, but it was a, it was a whole experience. I mean, like, and, and they like, they flooded the room with like a smoke machine and there was like, turn on a green light. It just, There's it was like, like 20 like, minutes of Gregorian chant exactly. as they're filling yeah. the whole And venue. it was just so, it was, it was like theater. I mean, at it's that point. It's performance. That's all. Yeah. That's why I can't look like those beasts in the field records. I'm like, well, it's boring. But like when you go see it live, it's like, whoa. Right. Uh, and that's the thing. Like, with the Waxeter stuff, we, before we got these Young Widows cabs, our regular setup was just like an 810 with our SVT and two 4x12s. So it was a full stack for each of us. But I, we could not play with less than that, no matter the size of the room, because the tone was so tied. to. If I pushed my head through one 8-ohm 412, it's not going to sound the fucking same as if I do it through two 8-ohm 412s making a 4-ohm load. So... But I could so many loads, so loaded. <laughs> but the thing is, though, I could still control the volume. We didn't have to be ear splitting, right? That's that's the whole point. Is like uh, you see, a, I've you know I've seen Coliseum play, and I'm not shitting on Coliseum. I fucking love Coliseum, but I've seen them play it like uh, at Cahoots, and yeah. I felt like it was like the loudest. I mean, this is like years ago. I haven't seen Coliseum probably they have, five years. They have pared back the gear. It's like. A half stack and a full bass stack. That's well, it. Well, back then, I felt, and Lord, like he said, he he brought up Lords. Lords was, I was just a, and you know, there's some fucking really cool riffage that Chris Owens was. I mean, those guys think, were great players, all yeah. of them. Yeah, and I just, you can't even hear it live. You can't even, you see him doing it. It just sounds like a fucking wall of noise. And th- I was going to bring this up. You're talking about performance. You know, it's cool to see live kind of mm. thing. Uh, last year, this is on my birthday. This is July second of last year. Oh, mine's July third. Oh, right. well, that's fucking birthday hang out. buddies. A word. You guys um, should touch dicks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyway, Swans. I don't know if you all were at that Swan. Oh, show I was last at that Swan. It was so hot in there. It was so fucking hot. So but hot. did you watch the shoe shoe set before? From, no. from the door outside. Okay, <laughs> I was more okay. This is just me. I, I like swans just fine. I'm not. I'm not a Michael Gira. You know, fucking. I'm not balls deep into. We have a, Do we have catalog. that ID? Pull that uh, shit. I think we do. Yeah. I bugged him for a station ID. Well, we, I got him from like all the guys in the band. No Michael, shit. Michael Gerard was just super creep. Yeah. Real quick. Hello, this is Michael Gerard for none of the above. Be careful. <laughs> How wow. did you do that? I said, he was standing by the merch. I said, hey, I hate to bother you. Will you do a station ID for my radio show? And he's like, whatever. <laughs> I, I did an interview with him for the Leo, and he was like texting me. And I'm just like, what the fuck kind of world am I living in where like, <laughs> no, that guy, is like, that guy has me. his own driver when they're on tour? Because I'm uh, good friends with the guys in Murder by Death because we all right. went to IU at sure. the same time. And Matt, the bass player for Murder by Death, got me into the show for free because he knows Thor, the guy that just plays like drums whatever. And yeah, stuff. drums and stuff. Yeah. And so he got me into the show and I helped facilitate a purchase for some of the guys in the band. Right. And uh, I, got soda. To, I got to go on their bus. Yeah. And it smelled terrible. And like I was talking to them, got station like from those guys. Gotcha. And I was like, do you think Michael would do it? And they were like, you can ask him. <laughs> And he had his own driver. This like just punk dude from New York was driving his rental Hyundai behind the bus because he wouldn't ride on the bus. And he would be like, he's like, Michael's so weird, man. I'm like, well, you didn't have to say that. I, I get it. He's like, but like, no, like we would have to get food. And he would just like see an apple. He'd be like, 
stop there. <laughs> we're, we're going to eat at that Applebee's. And I'm like, man. That's what I magical. Give, what I wouldn't give to like be at the ma- Des Moines Applebee's <laughs> when Michael Girard strolls in with his fucking sunglasses and cowboy I'll hat on. I'll take your like, finest jalapeno poppers. Give, give, me, the, give me the boneless best, wings. I don't want to choke on shooters. Bone. By the way, I just want to admit that I've been pronouncing his name wrong forever now. No. I just don't accept his own pronunciation. Like, yeah, <laughs> okay, Girard. Like, but, but anyway, the whole point of the story was I was more excited at the time to see Shushu perform because I'd never seen Shushu before and I really like a lot of what uh, Jamie Stewart does and I actually interviewed him on Never Nervous really cool dude whatever mm-hmm. anyway uh, if you're not familiar with Shu- what Shushu sounds like it's kind of like you know I'm still not almost almost well, it's like poppy it's almost poppy but obscure fucking like sometimes screamy some whatever it's, it's not weirdo what, electro pop is what i was thought of yeah, yeah it's kind of what it is but it's not what he did what he did was he, he showed up by himself <laughs> with some like contact mics i think and he, he put us he put a chair up he sat down this happened this lasted and he for 45 set the PA minutes on fire well literally he it was so they were really passing did. out head or uh, little uh earplug they were selling earplugs at the door and I was like, I don't need earplugs. I've, you know, I've been to a fucking million loud shows. You, as soon as he started, it Do just what? sounded like, Wah! and sometimes, and it just lasted for forty-five minutes. Yeah. Just that noise, only what, the fucking loudest what you've ever heard. That beeline outside, like, nope. And sometimes <laughs> it, it changed sucked. pitch. Sometimes it changed pitch, and then it would go back to the what sound. And then, like I'd say, about a half hour into the show, the PA to the left. I was standing right next to it, just goes, and just catches on fire. And uh, I'm just like, oh my God, that's not, that can't be supposed to be happening. (laughs) The flowers outside caught on fire. Right. right. (laughs) And I look at my my girlfriend, she's covering her head, I'm covering my head, you know, our ears, you know, I feel like I'm going to die, because I keep thinking, like, the set's going to start, like, now. It'll fuck with you, yeah. And uh, it never, and then eventually, like, 45 minutes in, he just, now, comes to a stop, and he just stands up and waves. Thank you. And then he walks off the stage. And I'm thinking, like, what now the show is going to start. Like, he finished the performance. Now he's going to start. And, like, no, that's not what happened. I, I actually overheard some some dildos around me, like, dude, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were lying you. to yourself yeah. and everyone else. Yeah. It's like, go die. That was the worst fucking shit Man, I ever heard. Do you hate your ears as much as I do? We, Killer. <laughs> we played <laughs> in, um, in Milwaukee. At, uh, our old label that has since folded did um, like a 10 year anniversary show. Was that two years ago? L? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like two, maybe three. And uh, Columbia House? Yeah, it was Columbia House, <laughs> uh, which was not a record label. Uh, <laughs> we It was a label called Latest Flame. And this guy, Carl Palachek, who was in like Detroitson and Fuckface, like all these like legendary Milwaukee <laughs> bands. Face. Yeah, That's that, that Fuckface record was not my cup of tea. Uh, and he was, he played like a solo set where literally he had like seven. Like 1950s singer sewing machine set up behind him, just running, like going. And um, he had laid like a Rickenbacker on the ground, was like hitting it with screwdrivers. And uh, I think that's just total fucking nonsense. And <laughs> my parents had flown in for this show because they, they fly <laughs> around to see Waxy. They're like, oh, they've seen us probably in like six different states. Like they're supportive and they have a bunch of airline miles because my dad travels for work. And Jesus Christ. And there's a there's a Harley Davidson Museum in Milwaukee and my dad was like, I want to see that. So they're standing there and watching this, and it's like you know, my parents. And my dad just kind of like leans over to me, he's like, Yo, you into this? I was like, um, 
no. He's like, okay, good, because I didn't know if I was supposed to like pretend that this was great. <laughs> yes, or, you were. or if like, because other people are doing, or that. if like I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to to like realize that it's total crap. This is really dumb. And I was like, no, man, it's a bunch of sewing machines. He's hitting that thing with screwdrivers, dude. Like, I some people get that artsy noise stuff, and I understand how chords work. I mean. I mean, like, I appreciate it in the most abstract sense, but I never enjoy it when I see it live. I always feel like I'm doing homework or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that Mersbo has, like, a pet duck, and he's, like, super into his pet duck. I hate Mersbo. But, like, I don't need to listen to him hit a slab of concrete. Mm. That's how I feel like I want to watch Star Trek. Like, I don't... That's why, I, like, that's why I prefer prefer Star Wars, because it's so simple. It's like, this is great. Star Trek is like, well, you know, uh, in this, the Remulans and... Uh, <laughs> You're such an asshole. That's my shit. Hey, Fuck uh, Star Trek. Because we're running out of time here. Um, what are the bands you like in town right now? Million dollar question. Who have you been covering lately? You gave me an iPod here. Well, I'll tell you right now, Bryson, I, I don't know if you're into this kind of like that kind of trap beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hip hop, I guess you'd or if you'd call it R and B, that Bryson Tiller guy. I know nothing about him, nothing mm-hmm. except for that. Just out of nowhere, he put out this new record called uh, it's called Trap Soul, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like trap music with soul, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, so it's not it. just a clever name, right? Oh, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's actually a statement. Uh, for my opinion, I actually do like it. After a few listens, he I've uh, not heard it yet. I, I, uh, he's got a track called Rambo on it that Sylvester Stallone apparently loves and actually retweeted. That's that doesn't hmm, make it sound good at all. About that. Tw- yeah, and actually 1200. Uh, I don't know. If, are y'all familiar with 1200 here in Louisville? I've Ran sound for him four times, I think, at oh, Haymarket. Nice mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Howell Dottie. That's the one I know of. I don't know anything else about the Louisville hip hop stuff. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's fine. We're going to hear Touch AC. You have it on the uh, iPod. Yeah. Okay. And actually, that's a, that's a song that Dr. he did with Dr. Dundiff. They put out a cassette earlier this year, mm-hmm. probably six months ago. Uh, but it's fucking awesome. But anyway, uh, as far as hip hop goes, I know that Bryson Tiller has that thing that just came out. Um, uh, what have you been digging on? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, I just uh, uh, I was working on something today for something uh, for a band called Memory Gloss. I really like that. Yeah, I was in that band uh, for oh probably eight hours total. When, when the mm-hmm. hell was that? I, um, I know Joey. That's the only mm-hmm. person I know in the band. Um, I know Chip. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, so that's gonna come out one day this week. I'm that is good. That's. Um, mm-hmm. I like that new Twin Limb song. Oh, the um, new Bravado uh, has that new album that is fucking great. It is. It is super great. I uh, listened to their live launch on WFBK, and it was stellar. I would say really good. this year for me, like I really dig. Uh, there's a band called Kaleidico that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are fucking. Uh, they kind of sound like uh, like Radiohead or something. Um, sure. I don't know how to describe them. Yeah, I actually then, went to go see them at the. Uh, I was so super stoked. Sid told me I should check them out. Checked them out. Fucking loved it. Wanted to go see them at the Poor Castle Fest. They had. They're one of those group bands. It's like most. I guess you'd call it like electro. I don't know what you would pop, call it. rock pop ish. Yeah. But anyway, they had like a shit ton of equipment. They set it all up. It took forever at Poor Castle. They finally get it set up, and I'm like, all right. And then I, they died. No, and then I saw. So I'm, I'm like up there waiting. And then one of the dudes comes out and he's like, and he he has like his mic with this like robot effect. And he's like, sorry, our equipment is broken. We will not be playing today. Bye. <laughs> and that was it. And then he walked out. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll go home now. 
And that was like that, yeah, I don't know. all of their equipment. That shit happened. Uh, uh, we were uh, we got Waxer got passed over opening for Fucked Up in Bloomington. And it was like, boy, this would have been a perfect show for us to play. And they got this band called Slam Dunk that was around for like a year <laughs> down there. And they were fine. Like, they were pretty good, but they were notorious, like, gear breakers. Yes. And every show I saw them play, man, something blew up. And it was just like a guitar player, a drummer, and a singer. And this show that, like, we had begged the promoter, who was a dude I knew for years and years, and always it was like, ugh, thank God I had his fucking moments of being just the worst. And I was like, man, this, you know, uh, we're like the closest thing in town to sounding anything like fucked up. And you know that we would, uh, it would be a good opportunity for us. He's like, well, I got to have a band that like has a local draw. I'm like, you mean like fucked up? Like, you know, people are going to come from Indian Louisville for this show because they're not playing either of those cities. Right. It's a big national tour. Like, people are going to come for that band. This, like, come on. He's like, well, no, like Slam Dunk have a lot of friends. And therefore, they all showed up for Slam Dunk and left right after. Cool. Paid like twelve dollars. It was stupid, and their their gear. <laughs> there was broke. only two bands on the bill. Uh, Kurt Vile, I think, played that show too. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Fuck. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I know. I wanted to play it, and uh, <laughs> so like it was. Uh, and Slam Dunk, who just... And they were worried about having any other band on there to draw. Look, this guy, this promoter, That's, he yeah. was a pretty stupid. Yeah. And he, uh, Rob, is this Dan? Yeah, it's Dan. Yeah, fuck Dan. The, the guy he's sucks. a nice guy, but like... Yeah, yeah he's a nice guy, guy, but fuck him. Uh, and <laughs> like, so he does not put us on. He puts Slam Dunk on. Slam Dunk brings about 30 of their crust punk friends out. Gross. They And they snuck half of them in the back Gross. door for free. <laughs> Seriously, like they opened the back door and snuck half of them in for free. They play their first song, minute and 20 seconds long. They get 30 seconds into their second song, and the guitar head blows up. Mm-hmm. Set over. And then all their cross punk p- friends walk right out the back door and don't stay. Sponsored by Crate. Oh, I walked. R- <laughs> it wasn't even a Crate. It was, just, it was a nice amp that blew up every show they played. I was like, stop fixing it yourself. I walked right over to the promoter, and I was like, so... <laughs> I wonder if only man if only there were another band that was like kind of in the same vein that also had friends that whose gear like literally works Wasn't every garbage. time. But <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you chose Slam Dunk to play for as long as I could have held my you fucking breath. You should have told him that you changed your band name to Nothing But Net. Swish. There was a band called Swish, actually. Was there Sir Swish? Yeah. So I was going to say also uh, Airplane Jumper. I really like that. Have you guys heard that? Mm -mm. That's That's a dude from Moat. Moat. See, there's a Moat flyer on your. Sam? Uh, Yeah. Okay. It's fucking awesome. If you like Kurt Vile and that sort of stuff, it's Mm -hmm. fucking great. I loved Moat. I like that White Reaper record a lot, actually. I don't know. We like all kinds of shit. We do a lot we're of so di- We're lately. very diverse. We're super diverse, but then you'll notice that there's no... We like, like LL Cool J and Aerosmith. Yeah, we like rock and rap and Could not, not much else. Could you beat up the guys from my own Kentucky blog? Because um, they're not from probably. Kentucky. I don't know like them. kind of shitty, right? I don't, I don't well, know them, but yes. Thing. I, this is, you know, uh, people that, are only hearing me... from Indianapolis, right? People are only hearing me right now, but I'm kind of overweight. I love ice cream and beer. You got a dad bod. We're in the same team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of look like a potato, but I can take a punch like a motherfucker. I feel like the guys from my so. old Kentucky blog are those kind of guys that wear scarves all year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Year-long scarf guys like Josh Groban. Well, we have to, uh, not to cut everybody off, but we have to play these songs. Otherwise, do it, do it. the show will be over and we won't play anything. And <laughs> I guess hard. I guess next week we'll do some Demolition Derby. Yeah, I guess we'll do Demolition Derby. 
That's fine. I rather much talk about uh, local music than do uh, goofy bits. Uh, <laughs> Although I love a goofy bit, it is. I it do is, like riffing on bits. It is uh, a goofy bit, but I have the CDs. We'll just keep them here for uh, next time. And I think Beanie's coming in next week, so Fantastic. that'll be uh, awesome. super awesome. Beanie from Magbar. It's about goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And farewell, Soyas. All right, we're gonna hear a uh, touch AC. Thank you, never nervous dudes. This is probably gonna take us all the way to uh, the end of the show. Can you say? Would you say thank thank us for being a friend? Oh yeah, you guys are bros for life. You guys, these guys are the best. Back again. This is the only blogcast I trust. Seriously though, I just want to say I fucking love this show, and I'm I'm super super excited to be on this show. Thank you very much, man. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We had likewise. Did did that random tall girl come up to you at the barbecue and be like, "Hey, I uh, just want to say I love the show." Uh, she did it to me. I was like, um, "I was so who the hell are you <laughs> running around?" Thanks. That's that was awesome. cool. That's, yeah, I would take that. Yeah. But like, that was the first person that I haven't known personally before the show started to be like, "Hey, I just want to let you know I listen to the show and I like it a lot." I was like, "Oh, so you're one of those people that's downloading it?" What? Yeah. Here's two more right here. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. man. All right, Sid and uh, Phil from Never Nervous. Go check out uh, NeverNervous.com and uh, right. Never, Never Dash Nervous. Never Dash, Never dash Nervous. Dash, very important. Uh, Never Nervous podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can read the That's Leo. Right. Can I read for that too. You can yeah. read Sid's uh, excellent columns in uh, I Leo. I can. I actually also write Murphy Brown uh, fan fiction. He does. <laughs> Just like Elaine, baby. <laughs> like Elaine. <laughs> right. All right, perfect. Hey, let's gonna, we're going to hear some uh, Touch AC and then uh, Twin Limb. Love those gals. Ran sound for them a hundred times. And uh, Old Baby. You'll hear that. And uh, Are they still playing? No. The band no, is done. They, no. are, they yeah. are not. It's done. All right. All right. They still make great music. So. All right. Here we go. This has uh, been None of the Above on Radio Nope. We'll be back next week with uh, Beanie Overstreet, I think. Don't drink Alabama Slammer. No, not good. Okay. <laughs> uh, make sure this is all potted up. Baboo. And here we go. Seen a cloudy day I couldn't handle. Knock on wood, break neck, speed sandal. Now they got me all fucked up, looking like the mouths of the multitudes finally shut up. All dressed up, got nowhere to go. Date with dumb destiny, dumb it down for show. Make a case, ape shit, next to the bass hits. Watch them guardian angels shape shift. Uh, start to finish, my fitness delivering. Diminished penicillin, I'm in it with some of the men. I pin penance, filling up the filaments of Miss Menace. Sipping blood of the innocent on ice. All mice and men build strongholds, true, true. But some unseen enemies don't move like me and you. It's easy, baby, boo, we let it do what it do, do, do. 